welcome back to another episode of the Denby North Dressage podcast. In today's episode, I will be talking about what it's like having young horses and just young horses in general. If you think this episode would be useful for anybody or they just like to give it a listen, please feel free to share it with them, send them the link, share it on your social media. I'd love to hear what you all think of it. You can contact me. It's Demi North Dressage on Facebook and Instagram and D North Dressage on Twitter. I love hearing from people and hearing just generally what you've got to say, how you found the episode, if it was useful to you. So I thought I'd kick this episode off by talking about why I pick young horses and why I have young horses and why generally they'll probably be what I have from now on. So I like having young horses because I really enjoy training them. I enjoy the process of teaching them things and I just love the whole process of learning with them and growing with them. I just find it all really, really interesting. And also having young horses and get buying young horses is for me personally financially a much more feasible option because generally your younger horses or your greener horses are much cheaper than your more advanced horses or your slightly better trained horses as they obviously haven't had as much time and as much money put into them so they will be cheaper. My first horse Fleur she was a relatively young horse when I got her she was six um although she had been backed about three years she was still quite young but because she had been backed three years already she had in those three years quite a lot of incorrect training um it wasn't very consistent she'd had quite a few homes So she hadn't had the same training her whole life. And because of that, she she was a very, very difficult horse. When I got her, she was being rebacked already. Um, But because quite a lot of things have been done incorrectly already, she took a lot of time and a lot of effort to try and make her go correctly and in the correct manner and then after her I purchased Rob as a just backed three rising four year old so I think he'd been backed a month a month and a half when I bought him um, he hadn't been back very long at all. He was actually still only cantering off of a voice aid when I got him, so he hadn't been taught to canter from the from the actual aids from the leg when I got him. So he was still very green, but he was very very trainable. I bought him basically based on the feeling he gave me. The first time I rode him, I thought, this horse is mega. And then the second time I rode him, I thought, 
no, this is my horse. I knew from the feeling he gave me that he was going to be a really good horse. When I got him back, um, he learnt to canter off of the leg aid within a week, two weeks maybe. So from going only cantering off of a voice to then cantering from just the leg. He's very, very trainable. Um, he's still quite trainable now. He's just, as he's getting bigger and he's getting stronger, he needs much more mental stimulation. So his work needs a lot of thought and a lot of variation. Otherwise he gets quite bored. And when he is bored or he's frustrated, he will tell you he's bored. He makes it very obvious. But that's sort of where I'm at now. I bought Rob having just been recently backed because the situation that I was in at the time, I had nothing to ride. I wasn't because Fleur was out of work because um, she was being turned away. I wasn't sure quite what was going to happen with her. And obviously I couldn't chase the dream of competing and becoming a professional rider without actually having a ride so for me it was a much better option at the time to purchase something that had just been backed so I didn't have the beginning process to do I could just crack on with the under saddle work um a couple of months ago last month I think actually I put a deposit down on a foal, um, he will be coming to me once he's been weaned, it's a new forest pony foal, um, he'll be the first foal that I've owned so that's very exciting so I'll probably do most of the backing process with him myself which is very very exciting, I'll be documenting that so that's another, that's basically <laughs> The youngest horse I could buy. He was actually only a month old when I went to go and view him. So he's quite possibly the youngest I will ever buy. Um, yes, so that's what my young horses are like and what they were like when I got them. But moving on from Rob needing... A variety of work and very thought out work comes quite nicely into the fact that young horses are really hard work having a young horse is hard work because especially if you've got one like rob that needs quite a lot of mental stimulation in its work you can't leave them to just do their own thing or to maybe ride them once or twice a week especially if you've got goals and ideas of where you want them to be when and what sort of things you want to be doing with them they need very very well thought out work not a lot of it but regularly so rob only gets worked for a very short period so obviously we do a warm-up and we do a cool down the beginning and the end of a session but he only gets like what I would say is hard work for half an hour. The rest of it is just the warm up and the cool down where we just walk and trot around on a long rain. Just to make sure he's nice and soft and supple. So 
yeah, he doesn't get worked for long. He doesn't get worked hard. It's just his type of work takes a lot of thinking. And he does get, but he does get worked regularly. So he's worked at the moment as a five-year-old. He's worked five days a week. Um, when he was last year, he was getting worked less than that, maybe three or four times a week. But now he gets worked five days a week. And he does a variety of work just to keep it interesting because otherwise he gets very bored and gets very frustrated. And that's the other thing about young horses as well. That's the other thing about young horses as well is that they need a variety of work because they are they're not physically strong enough to be schooled every day but if time restricts you and they have to be worked in the arena every day they don't necessarily need to be schooled so rob will generally rob gets schooled three times a week um he goes hacking at least once normally on a saturday unless we're competing um yeah he normally goes hacking on a saturday and then the other four days really vary because he's actually quite a difficult one to give a variety of work to um as ridiculous as this sounds he actually can't jump we have tried jumping him. My friend who used to be a show jumper has also tried jumping him. She's tried teaching him to jump. He just can't get the hang of it. Um, whenever we've jumped him, if it's about the height where he can lift his legs enough to trot over it, that's fine. But if it's jumping height, he will just run through the middle of it. He's not great. Um, so... Generally, I try and jump my horses once a week, but Rob's not very good at it. He just can't get the hang of it. So he doesn't really do a lot of jumping. Um, we're still trying to teach him to jump, but he's not having much success. I try and do poles with him once a week, and I may lunge him as well, but not that often, because again, that's not something he really enjoys because he's quite a big horse he's got quite big paces he struggles with the canter work on the lunge because he's just quite big so it's and it's harder to keep him compact on the circle when I'm on the ground but generally with my young horses I would like to hack them at least once a week Probably lunge them at least once a week, do poles, have a jumping session and a schooling session. So with, say, a four-year-old, I probably wouldn't lunge it. I'd probably not really jump it. So, yeah. And obviously it depends, like obviously with Rob, it depends on your horse as to what sort of work you can do with them and what they find easy, what they find difficult. And another thing that I have found that you also really, really need to bear in mind is if they're having a growth spurt, because this 
really, really affects their way of going. Because sometimes it's not until you actually get off and look at them, you think, oh, God, you're you're quite bum high. Or they filled out a bit or whatever it is. However they had their growth spurt, that will really affect their way of growing, going, especially if they're bum high. Because if they're bum high, they will... They're built on their forehand when they're bum high. So they will find it harder to do the sort of work that you might be asking of them if they've had a growth spurt. And obviously, if they have had a growth spurt, as they grow and their bones grow, obviously where the muscles are attached, the muscle will stretch as well. So the muscles will be stressed. So you have to bear that in mind as well if they're having a growth spurt, is that their muscles will be stressed. So they will find the work hard because their muscles are already fatigued. As well, it can be... Frustrating is probably not the right word, but having a young horse can be quite frustrating. More so, I find I get frustrated with me rather than getting frustrated with the horse because especially when you're teaching them something new or they're learning something... If they're not picking it up quite as quickly as you'd hoped or quite as quickly as, say, another horse you taught something to did, I find I can get quite frustrated with myself because I think it's me, I'm not doing something right, I'm not riding properly. But every every horse, just like every human, they learn differently, they learn at a different rate. And just because they found one thing really, really easy doesn't mean they're gonna f- doesn't mean they're gonna find everything easy. And you've just got to remember that, yes, that other horse you taught might have found it easier, but that doesn't mean it's your riding; it's what you're doing on this new horse. And you just don't need to, you don't need to get frustrated with yourself because it's not anything that you're doing. And this also leads quite nicely into the actual overall strength of the horse. So some horses, you look at them and you think, oh my God, that horse is enormous. That horse is really strong. Like, look at the size of them. But that's not always the case. Just because they look big and strong doesn't necessarily mean they are big and strong. So if you're looking at your horse and thinking, oh, well, he looks really muscly, he looks really strong, why can't he do this, this and this? He actually might not be as strong as you think. And equally, if you've got a horse that looks a bit weaker and you're like, oh my God, he's not... I'm doing this sort of work with him because he looks quite small, he looks quite petite, he doesn't look looks quite weak, but he doesn't feel like he's engaged he doesn't feel interested then you might want to try doing some slightly more advanced work with him because it may well be that he's actually quite that bit stronger than you think and he's just getting bored he's just getting frustrated I find with Rob I know when I'm boring him or when he's not finding the work challenging enough because he starts misbehaving. We spent quite a lot of time just doing the basics, just doing the walk, the trot, the canter and practising our circles, our serpentines, our transitions. And I started getting some 
unwanted behaviours and I couldn't figure out why because I thought we'd working really hard on the basics, getting him nice and through and I thought, well, maybe he needs to do some variety and started introducing the slightly more advanced movements, started doing a bit more lateral work and he just completely switched on again. He was much more engaged, he was much more interested and I found that he was actually a hell of a lot stronger than I thought he was and he was just finding that work so much easier than I was expecting. So some of them you might think look weak but they're very strong and they might be getting bored and then others you might think look really strong but are actually quite weak so it's just knowing your horse and knowing what suits them best and being mindful of the sort of work you're doing with them because you'll know you will you will know how your horse is feeling they'll tell you with a young horse especially if you do a lot of work in the arena you can make them quite stale and I have known some horses to actually point blank refuse to ever go in an arena ever again because they have just done too much work for too long in an arena when they were younger and then they just get to a point where you physically cannot get them in an arena anymore because they don't want to do the work they can't cope with doing that sort of work anymore because they just did a bit too much of it I know I've already said this but having young horses is hard work and if you've not got the time to put into them you won't be getting the results that you think you will. You won't get the benefits that you think you will. Because they do take a lot of time. They take a lot of hard work. And you have to be quite switched on to realise what they're doing. And how they're feeling all the time. Because the slightest little change. The slightest bit of growing. Or the slightest bit of pain or muscle fatigue or anything can really upset a young horse because they are quite fragile because they are still so young and they're still growing it's really really important to be mindful of every the whole lot it is also really important to think of the type of horse you've got so the difference between rob and my rob is a warm blood for anybody that doesn't know he by long dean westminster out of a sandro hitmare so he is he's a big horse don't quite know how he got so big but he's a big horse he's how old is he now he's rising five now or is he just no he's five now and he he's 16 three last time i measured him I don't imagine he's going to get much taller, but he definitely has still got some more filling out to do. So the difference in the size of him as a three-year-old to now, he's a very, very different shape. He's a very, very different size. I think he's grown two or three inches since I've got him compared to what the forest pony foal will be like when he's the same age. They're very different because the forest pony is smaller. He will reach his height probably a bit sooner. He will be 
he'll look more the right size quicker he's not got quite as much growing to do won't probably have quite as much filling out to do so it's really important to remember the breed that you're working with not just well it's this old it should be doing this now or like thoroughbreds mature much much faster than other sorts of breeds as well so you could have a two-year-old thoroughbred that looks the same size and shape and everything as a four-year-old warm blood because the thoroughbreds just grow and mature much sooner than other breeds so it's really really important to not only be mindful of the age and the size and the height and all of that it's mindful to it's beneficial to be mindful of the breed as well another thing as well is that young horses are really expensive they they grow as i've said they grow a lot and hence they will grow out of stuff a lot and they will grow out of stuff quite quickly um fortunately rob hasn't got any longer so all of his rugs still fit but obviously saddles and that sort of stuff that will that needs changing regularly and they're expensive it's quite useful to get a saddle with a changeable gullet because then you can change the shape of the saddle as the horse changes shape as well rather than buying god knows how many saddles because the horses change shape every three months for example because as they build muscle as well they will change shape dramatically something i discovered as well after getting rob is that they like to play they like to play a lot they can be quite destructive rob cannot have anything within mouth distance because he will either pull it inside his stable throw it across the yard or just do something ridiculous with it i remember the first day i put him in his stable all of fleur's rugs were hung up in the stable i put him in i just let him settle down i wanted him to just have a sleep he'd had a long journey um so i just popped him in there i pootled around the yard doing various other bits and pieces i went back to check on him i think it was about half an hour later and all of fleur's rugs were on the floor he'd weed on one of them and yeah so from that day forwards there was never a rug in that stable ever again he put his leg in his water bucket i cannot tell you how many times there quite often would be water just all over the floor in his stable because he knocked the bucket over or put his leg in it or stood on it or something ridiculous he tried to pull his saddle off of the saddle rack once outside the stable um managed to pull the numner off the top of the saddle and actually throw it across the yard at me 
because I was stood in front of the stable talking to somebody, ignoring him. Yeah, they like to play. He's destroyed, like severely destroyed, two of his food buckets. Because um, they just like to play. They just like to grab things and throw things around. and They just enjoy playing with stuff. Which, that's fine. But you just need to be careful. Don't leave anything valuable within reach of a young horse. Especially not something you don't want to have to replace or you can't afford to replace. Because they get it and they play with it. Rob still does now is five. Anything, absolutely anything that he can get hold of, he'll play with it. He can't have rugs even outside his stable because he will pull them in the stable or pull them off and throw them on the ground. Which is not ideal because then they get wet. Yeah, I think that's all I've really got to say about young horses. Um, so, basically, I I like young horses because I like training them. They're best for me financially. And generally, I just like having a young horse. Um, they are really, really hard work. They do, they do go through a lot of growth spurts, so things are going to change quite quickly. You will get upset and you will get very frustrated with yourself more than anything else, but it's nothing you're doing, it's nothing you can do. That's just what it's like having a young horse. They can be very, very weak, even if they look very strong. Just be mindful. Short sessions are best for a young horse to keep them engaged, to make sure they don't get tired. Short is better. They will cost a lot of money, not so much in the, not as much in the buying as a more produced horse, but in the general amount of money you have to spend on them because they keep growing and growing out of things. They really like to play. If they can get hold of something, they get hold of it and they'll play with it. So that's that's it really. That's all I've got to say. But those are my my top tips slash discoveries of what it is like having a young horse. It's not easy, but it's really, really, really rewarding. I'm not sure I would have anything other than young horses now because they're so much fun. I really enjoy them. Just love the whole process and I cannot wait to share with you all exactly what is going on with the foal and everything I will be doing with him when he arrives it's very very exciting thank you all so much for listening I cannot wait to join you for the next one if you liked this please please let me know leave a rating and a review Share it on your social media and tag me. It's Denby North Dressage on Facebook. It's D North Dressage on Twitter. And it is Denby North Dressage on Instagram. Please let me know what you thought, if you liked it. And I can't wait to join you for the next one.